What is up, everybody? It's Thursday, May 22nd, 2014, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and tonight I'm here with Ms. Jackie Turner. Hello. Mr. Justin Townsend. Hello, hello. And Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Good evening. And last week, I told you all that it was the 10th podcast. I wanted to just come right out. It was a lie. I apologize. <laughs> this... This is the 10th this is Talking our, Games podcast. This is our second 10th podcast. This is our second 10th <laughs> Talking Games podcast. Because when we do something well, we like to do it again. Doing it again well. for you, <laughs> our people. Awesome. <laughs> we love you guys. So this week on the show, uh, we're going to be talking about some games we played. A couple of us uh, hunkered down and beat a few titles on various systems. Uh, we're also going to talk about the PS4 and uh, it being a little... One of us had a. One of us is not happy with their 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 PlayStation Four glitches and whatnot. We'll get to that too, and uh, talk a little bit about E three in reference to what do we want to see there the most. Uh, so we'll get to that a little bit later. But for right now, I'm gonna throw it to Rob. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, man. What'd you play this week? Uh well, to start off, I, I'm forcing myself to finish Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it, it's, How's that going? It's, it's quite a challenge, because honestly, it, it feels like I'm playing a PlayStation 2 game. <laughs> oh my, it's terrible, terrible. The worst clipping problems, the worst voice acting and sound problems. Um, I mean, the only thing that that's two things that that are making me go through it are the fact that I absolutely love Spider-Man and I you know need to see the story. Yeah. And that it's laughable at how bad it is. <laughs> uh so, there's yeah. nothing like cuz you're you're the biggest Spider-Man fan that I know. Like when I met you and and to this day that's your your jam. Yeah. yeah. So as a as a not even a fan but somebody who just like more than that you you're really disappointed with this. I'd like to point out actually I'm looking at the Spider-Man tattoo on your leg right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're cool. not joking when you say he's a big fan. Yeah. No, no, it it it's a piece of shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's Easy it. enough. Yeah. Um That's the most constructive review you can offer. <laughs> yeah. Uh so finished a couple of bosses. Uh they have these moments where you go around as Peter Parker. Okay. And taking pictures. You t- well, you could take pictures anywhere in, you know, any form, costume, whatever. Uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Like Jonah will send you an email and say, you know, oh, I need a new picture of the Daily Bugle sign. Okay. So as you're swinging by, you could just jump on a building and take a picture and he'll send some snarky comment like, you know, screw you. That was bad. I'm not paying you, but I'm going to use it. You know, He's stuff like a, that. Jonah's going to be such an asshole yeah. sometimes. Uh but like I said, they just break up the action and like, okay, go into this formal function and eavesdrop. And it's like 40 minutes of walking around dressed as Peter Parker, listening in on people's conversations. Uh, well, like, like Assassin's Creed style? No, no, not even. Like just literally walking around. And you would just stand next to someone. They would say something. Go stand next to the next group. They would say something. What is what is Peter Parker doing while he's listening in on these people? Like, what's he doing to act casual? Uh, nothing. Standing there, 
stiff as a board. Blank face. And it's probably like, there's probably a hundred people in this little theater and the same five faces on every person. So you see like 20 of the same guy, 20 of the same lady. Oh shit. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Um, that's bogus. That's no good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I can't wait to play this game. I'm so excited. Uh huh. <laughs> I just I I can't wait to see the train wreck because I also am a huge Spider-Man fan. Uh huh. Who also has a Spider-Man tattoo? Uh-huh. Do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Where? On my shoulder. Wow! Look there at you. you. Is that from the new movie? No. What? It's, it's from the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the spider from the original one. All right. All right, I guess I'll let it slide. Uh, and uh, I have to just—it's a Spider-Man game. I have to play it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Let me tell you. You have any other tattoos I don't know about? <laughs> no. I feel like me and Not Steve need to go see. get Spider-Man tattoos now. Right? Yeah, just we definitely do. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do that when we come back next week. <laughs> Jackie and I'll have Spider-Man. We'll be tattoos. freshly tatted up. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, like I said, the the. Only redeeming qualities is is just the the laughability of this game. So is that a redeeming quality? Uh, yeah, honestly, it is. Uh, I feel like you're trying to make lemonade. No, no, uh, no. I'm I'm really not because I'm a big fan of of train wrecks. Like I could sit down <laughs> and watch watch terrible movies, right, and right. be. Laughing my ass anyway. off. Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love it when stuff sucks. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm like that way with movies sometimes. That if it's mm-hmm. so bad, I, I watched I Frankenstein uh-huh. this past week. Train wreck. Whoa, like like Van Helsing turned up to eleven. <laughs> it was so bad, and yeah. there were good people in it. Aaron Eckert's decent. Yeah. Bill Nye's awesome. You're, yeah, you're talking to the person that's seen Showgirls three times. I hear you. Yeah, but like <laughs> three <laughs> times. Yeah, you know when it's on TV and you're like, I could do something else in my time, but I'm just going to sit seen, here and watch this anyway. I've seen one part of that movie and all the times that I've actually seen it, it's always at the same. I must walk <laughs> into the room at the same time. She like duffs out this girl on, behind the stage. Yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, wow, like. That's all I know about this movie is Jesse Spano <laughs> gets naked. Jesse Spano. And that's yeah. what I always think whenever I see that movie. It's, it's like Saved by the Bell after the college years. This is, <laughs> she was, what she she was so excited. Yeah. She just couldn't I'm hide so, it anymore. She had to take I'm her clothes so off. <laughs> uh, okay. And other than Amazing Spider-Man, uh, I know I'm one of the, the few people. No, I'm kidding. What's for what? we, we all... Pretty much got Transistor, I would imagine, right? I, yeah, we could I talk about Transistor. Yeah, you uh-huh. three did, right? Yeah, we could talk about that. Okay, well, Transistor, uh, Super Giants next game after Bastion. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy beautiful! Yeah, it's 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 got some serious artwork to it. Jack, have you seen anything from it at all? I watched the trailer. Okay, so so you know what it looks. Have you played yeah. Bastion? No, no. Bastion's good. Mm-hmm. Was that PS3? No, uh, it was Xbox. Xbox only. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. And it's on Steam now. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I mean, Bastion is probably in my top five games. Uh, I could easily say that. I so, never finished it. I need to finish it. Uh, that was so beautiful. What a great game. And the soundtrack for Bastion was absolutely well, amazing. I do remember the soundtrack. And I mean, the soundtrack from what I've heard so far, I've played about maybe 45 minutes to an hour of Transistor and have just heard some absolutely gorgeous stuff um 
it's a very kind of like jazzy, futuristic, ethereal sounding, uh, like smoky bar kind of stuff. But, you know, 2000 years from now kind of stuff um, reminds me a little bit of like Portishead in a yeah, way. Yeah. No, I, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's got a basic uh, futuristic kind of steampunky feel to the game. Yeah. Uh, if you want, you could play straight out action throughout the game. Mm-hmm. And then it has uh, a mechanic to implement turn-based play almost where you hit a shoulder button and you could choose one of your four moves that you have slotted mm-hmm. and uh, fill up your bar at the top and hit the button and then you know you can go through and implement your moves. I like that feature a lot because so like I love strategy games. Yeah, so and- it's like a top-down, like almost Diablo-style kind of... I mean, not Diablo-style. Like You could play it like a Diablo without using the the moves and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a pretty risky way to play. I was playing it like that at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you get chewed through real quick. With the bigger enemies, yeah, you'll you'll get your ass handed to you. Yeah. Um let me ask you uh, both you and and Justin this. Uh what do you make of the story so far because what I've gotten from it and all I've gotten from it is that uh, Red, the main character, the girl, uh, she wakes up and she doesn't have her voice. She was a singer and they've stolen her voice because they even give you two shoulder buttons where you can flourish, where you throw your sword up in the air and kind of do a little twirly dance move. I don't know if it has, serves the purpose yet. Um, and then the other one is you can hum a song. Mm-hmm. But apparently uh, there are people that took it away from her and I don't, I don't know, is the mission to get her voice back? Uh, I mean, I, I think you're just getting revenge. Okay. And the, the weapon that you have, the transistor, it's, it's kind of like a big sword. That talks to you. Yeah. Yeah. So he's almost like the, the narrator from Bastion. Mm -hmm. Uh, is it the same guy? I think it is. Sounds like him. It it is. Like he was really gruff in in Bastion, but it is the same guy. Okay. How do Um, you, um, how are you playing with the voice? The narrator's voice. Do you oh, have it coming out of the coming controller? Coming out of the speakers. Yeah. That's just, and it's funny because I went about 20, 25 minutes throughout the game. How did, uh, how did you, was that an option? You, you go, go into options. the options menu Where? and you could choose to play the sounds through the speaker. Uh, it puts yeah. you, it puts the, it, it enhances the experience because it actually feels like now the sword is in your hands talking to you. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so now when the that. sword talks. And it's so it's clear. Com- it's oh, like it's that, excellent. I don't know how they got that little speaker in there to sound so amazing. It seemed like when I heard about it, like it was going to be um, like a throwaway, horrible sounding speaker like on the Wii modes. On the Wii, yeah. Like and an arrow shooting. <laughs> or It sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So give that a shot for sure. <laughs> it's It definitely immerses you more into the game when you have it like that yeah i'm gonna have to do that uh but as far as the story it's definitely you know along the way you find out much much more it's it's Mm -hmm. holding back on purpose yeah that's what i that's the impression that i'm getting that they're they're not telling you everything up front because that's part of the mystery and part of part of getting through is going to be the story because that's the way that bastion played out in that the throughout the game they're delivering the story piece by piece there's, you know, mystery around it and stuff like that. Um, I'm not even concerned with the story yet. Yeah, you're, you came you came in tonight and you were like, 
you were the cheerleader at the top of the pyramid for this thing, waving your pom poms. Give us some of your thoughts on uh, I, Transistor. I, I talked about it um, when we had the PAX podcast because I was so into seeing it then and like wanted to play it, but knew it was coming, so I wasn't going to waste the time online. Um, the combat in this game is addicting. It is fantastic being able to slow down time and then plot your moves. You could think about it and then you're like, oh, well, I just did these four moves, but I'm not really happy with where I ended up. And being able to rewind and just you hit L2 and it just rewinds it back and lets you choose it again. It makes combat like super interesting. Like all I want to do is fight. That's the only thing I want to do right now because it's fun. And then you st- mm-hmm. you're able to start adding on to your abilities. Um like yeah, the I, ability system is pretty wild. Yeah, there are so many combinations. It's it's crazy. Uh, so yeah, you could basically you, you start off with two moves, and as you go through the story, you find these little floaty cubes uh, above dead characters, and you is it like their es- is like is that their essence? I would like, imagine I think you're so. Abs- absorbing you're their absorbing essence. them into the transistor. Yeah, so it's their dying wish. <laughs> I want to be part of a sword. So granted, each, each of those characters enable you different moves to either put in their own space. And so let's say you have a dash. You could put the dash in its own little space. On, like or, a tri- on, the, on the, one of the buttons, square, circle, triangle, X. Correct. Or you could take that dash and add it to an existing move and have... You know that move be faster, it, or right. you know what's crazy is they don't tell you any of this stuff. This game is just kind of like it reminded me of um, what was that free game? Uh, don't starve. Just uh-huh. kind of like oh, threw, it threw you out there and it was like figure it out for yourself. So I was looking at the combinations and I didn't know off the beginning that I could add whatever I was getting to an existing weapon. I found that out by accident, uh-huh. and I didn't even realize that. I, I thought the ones I was getting could then, when I figured it out, could only be added to weapons. I didn't realize I could swap them in and out because it, it does not hold your hand at all. No, no, totally no. Yeah, uh, they really, I mean, the, the the descriptions in the menus when you're, like, plotting your, your moves and stuff like that, not in-game, but when you're when you get to the access point, there are these little access points that you have to open. You have to actually make your way over to them to switch out your moves and such. Um, there's no limitations on what you can have equipped and where. So there's, you know, X amount of possibilities to mix and match moves and everything that you do. Like if you have a, a beam that shoots a straight line, kind of like a think of it like a, like a sniper move. You can throw a bounce function onto it so that when it uh, when you shoot out the beam, it will bounce between characters and the shot will ring out and ricochet around. Um, or you can use the jaunt move, which is that dash move. Yeah. And you can dash through enemies and while you have a charm equipped. So if you're escaping, you can escape and then charm whoever you ran into. Like you ran through them kind of like, like uh, football player style. You just like pff, run right through them. Um, it'll give you at least 10 seconds to that, kind of recoup and maybe gain some of your stuff back. That's how I have it set up to, to charm. Yeah, I got to gotta do that. When you told me about, about that, that made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. The first In the first 10 minutes of playing this game, I popped open the trophy list and took a look, and I was like, oh, there's a platinum. I'm going to plat. Like, I, I'm, after playing for 10 minutes, I liked the game enough to know that, okay, I'm going to play through this. I'm going to go get that trophy. I really, really was enjoying mm. the, uh, the game a lot. I felt that same way about Child of White. Like, 
I opened it up and I was like, I really like, I really like this. I've been the last couple of weeks have been really good with yeah. the releases. Let me ask mm-hmm. you guys this. Um, we can come back to Transistor in a second, but I want to ask. I want to get Jackie uh, on the show too. Yeah. She's here. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Here. All right. We'll get to my talk about Stick It to the Man in a minute, but I, I beat Stick It to the Man uh, this past mm-hmm. week, and there was no platinum. It was just a series of bronze, maybe one silver, and I think I got a gold, maybe, for, for beating the game or for finishing whatever right. it was. There was one, no, it was. There was one gold for talking to everybody, for reading the mind of everyone oh, in the game. Yeah, which is kind of a drag. It, it is. No, I had to do a lot. I, I really had to do a lot of running around. Um, I did not discover that, because I'd already beaten the game, but I wanted to go back and just clean it up and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you can hold down triangle. And it'll allow you, if you hold it down, there'll be a timer that loops and it'll allow right. you to skip and certain cutscenes. And you can fast forward the uh, conversations as well. When you read the minds, if you push the uh, left stick to the right. Oh, I didn't know that. It'll fast forward. All right. So. so here's my question. Do you guys think that every game should have a platinum? Do you think that the platinum should be the reward yes, for being it or does yes, it depend yes. on the game? All right. So Jackie yes. says yes. Justin's saying no. Jackie, tell us why. Why do you think there should because, be a platinum? Because uh, Light going through that like i loved that game so much and i finished it 100 percent, and it was kind of like oh all right well i got all the trophies but i want that extra little boost at the end <laughs> you know it's like I, I want something for you it you want your cookie yeah absolutely yeah no because i i say no because i loved child of light i finished i didn't even realize i got all the trophies and i went look i'm like oh i got i got 100 percent, but it was short Right. So like, how about if they add in more trophies? I mean, sure, that's fine. I mean, Sony usually does not give platinums for anything but a $60 release. I don't even think right. uh okay. um what was the new uh Metal Gear that came out? Um the down, uh the, the demo? No, 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 the demo one, yeah. Okay. I don't think that Ground guy had Zero. a Ground Zeroes, thank mm. you. That didn't have a that didn't have a um a platinum either. It's mostly only reserved for sixty dollar games. So you feel like it should be more of a prestige thing rather than a get it for finishing every. Well, game. didn't we just say yeah. that Transistor has a platinum? It does. It, it that's what's kind of crazy is that they usually do not do this. Transistor is one of the only games that I know that is a downloadable like twenty dollar game that has a platinum trophy. Right. So I mean, it's I think the reason for that was because it's first party. Hmm. And okay. it's all it is no wait transistors no supergiant supergiant does, is not owned by Sony but it was a, like it's a PlayStation PC, PS4 yeah so yeah. they brought it to the platform like it's kind of got like a special it was on the stage at Sony mm-hmm. um, but I wouldn't expect to see more platinums from twenty dollars titles anytime uh, anytime soon okay but I'm excited because I'm gonna go get it but <laughs> if if this had it then what about the other games that they showed on the stage that hadn't come out yet I know it's a good question mm-hmm. I guess. I feel like this game, Sony's been holding this game in like super high regard, more than any of the other indie titles they showed. Because like Octodad was on the stage, that didn't have a platinum. If that had a platinum, I would have jumped in front of a bus. (laughs) (laughs) With all of your eight legs flailing, right? Yes. (laughs) Climb the escalator in five seconds. It's 30. That's the only trophy I don't have for the game now. That, oh, that and the gardening one. Right. But I won't. I'm. I'm so no. I'm not going to do it. I'm <laughs> not going to do it. What do you think, Rob? Do you need? Do you need that platinum to feel like you like you got something at the end after you beat a game? No, I could care less. <laughs> I out. was never get a, out. a trophy <laughs> hog, or you know, yeah. Uh, I didn't care about achievements or, you know, yeah. I can understand that it adds a lot to games, but I want to play games mm-hmm. how I play them, and I don't want to, you know, have right. to sit there and be dictated to go do this go do that you know i want to have my own fun right 
I mean, for something like Stick It to the Man, it honestly, if I knowing how to beat the game and gone through it and knowing what I know now, I can probably finish the game in under two hours. If I had no trophies and I went through the whole thing and just did the whole thing in under two hours, I don't know that under a two hour experience with the game warrants the percentage that a platinum trophy would give me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if, if you, you feel had, like you have to put more work in. Yeah, you gotta, you know, platinum is is something like after you finish all of Infamous, you went through, you know, Second Son, you went through both karmas and you did all yeah. that other cursory <laughs> bullshit stuff. Yep. Um, you know, keep a guy in the air for X amount of seconds. Go through and- two smoke vents, then comet drop on an enemy. That one was fun. Oh. That one was fun. I like <laughs> that, that one. That was the one that took me the longest. Really? Yeah. That one wasn't that bad. Yeah, trying to find the right building. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I'm going to talk about it in a bit, but the platinum for Deadpool, there, you know, most uh, most games have a platinum, like, um, I forget what it is, and some of them have like some, like a little, little blurb next to it. It doesn't just say platinum trophy. The platinum for Deadpool says, okay, you can sell the game now. <laughs> that's, that's great. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's so awesome. <laughs> um, did we have anything else we wanted to say about Transistor? I mean, I've been having a good time with it. I'm, I'm maybe... You you mentioned that you got to the boss. I think you, you got to like... I know. Uh, I, I think I must be right before the boss. Okay. Um, well, we can definitely revisit... No, next week or oh, we're two gonna revisit time, this right? Game when you've got sure. a little yeah. further, yeah. yeah, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a little bit. I mean, so far, first impressions is that it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it handles very tightly. Uh, it's very unforgiving in its presentation of how to play the game. Um, I feel kind of at a at a disadvantage for. I don't know if I've gotten too comfortable with games like holding my hand in the beginning and being like, this is how you equip this stuff. And you know, you're going to want to pick up like I, here's an example when, after you defeat something and the little pod things drop down, I still don't know what those do. Are they experience? I think it, it shortens your time until you could. Okay. That's what I assume that until you could slow down time again. I I think like, again, I have no idea either. I just know the the respawn enemies if you don't pick them up. Exactly. It is a a good point what you just said. We're so used to games now where the first two levels or the first 10 minutes of an open world are press X to jump. Now you can do this. Now press this, press that, you know. I mean, there are games like we we mentioned earlier, Don't Starve. Don't Starve is a game you literally, you download it, you start playing it, and it's like you have X amount of hours left of, of life and light. You know, I had no go I, do what you got to do. I died in that game and didn't know what I, I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I walked out and was just exploring like, oh, yeah. I'll chase this rabbit. Ten minutes later or 15 minutes later, it was like, oh, cool. The sun's going down. I'm dead. I don't understand what happened. Like, yeah, right. you got to build a bonfire. Yeah. But no, no anything to tell you, like, by the way, this is the objective. Well, the objective in that game was don't starve, but right. not giving you anything else besides that, which is kind of in a way, neat, because that's what the, ca- the character doesn't know where he is. You're experiencing it the exact same thing as the character. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Oh. Playing with your levels there, friend. Spiking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you get too excited. I get very excited, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The hand-holding thing, like something like Dark Souls. Like, I don't want Dark Souls to tell me what to go and do. I have not played enough of that game. I, was, I want Dark Souls to tell me turn off your console and go do something else. That's why I need Dark have Souls. You, to have you have you ever played Dark Souls? Yeah. Oh, God, it drives me crazy. It really does. Oh man, it drives me absolutely insane. Oh. I've gone like got to the uh, a hub and gone five different ways and died every single time. <laughs> That's well. 
It's got a learning curve. Learning oh, curve yeah. and a half. Yeah. I think you would really enjoy it once you got over that hump. I once need to you start to time in. Yeah. Once yeah. you start to see some progress, once you actually get that revenge, it's right. so sweet. It's so <laughs> like you yeah. can taste it. You can yep. taste it. Yeah. Um, speaking of games that were short lived or or uh, not played for very long, I borrowed uh, Jackie's copy of Need for Speed over uh, this past week. And unfortunately, I got it. It lasted about twenty minutes for PS4. PS4, uh, Need for Speed Rivals, lasted about twenty minutes in my system, and I turned it off. Justin's angry at me for doing this. Let me explain. And this is gonna this is gonna kill you because it's you're gonna think it's so stupid. I like the Need for Speed series. I do. Um, I've owned at least three or four of them in the past. Uh, whatever iterations, whatever sequels they were. And they're fun. I like the cop chases. I like the high speed stuff. Um, the graphics are usually pretty killer for for racing games as far as those things go. Um, I could not get past the presentation of this particular title. The game opens up and it's full motion video. And this guy comes on and it's it's supposed to be you. And it's, uh, it's all like his voice is just grating on my ears. Just, so, I gotta make it away from the cops, and I gotta go really fast. And then all of a sudden, and I'm I'm like, listen, gotta have the need for speed. Yeah, and I'm listening <laughs> to this, and I'm like, is this me or is this bad? And my friend's like, this is pretty lame. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see. And then out of nowhere, the voiceover of the cop comes in because it's it's from the perspective of both sides, and they start piling the cop's narrative and thoughts on top of the racer's thoughts. And it's just. Do you remember this? No, I want to make a coffee because I never. Watch oh, any it's videos. just this like it's this like. I don't audit- remember. I, honestly, I don't remember it either. It's like <laughs> auditory vomit. It's just a. It's just a terrible. I definitely terrible... say though that that game to me has got nothing to do with story whatsoever. I have no, no, no interest. I just no. want to race cars fast. And it doesn't crash into things. It doesn't. But but here's the other thing. I mean, I got to that, and then that was that was like just like auditory vomit. The two of them on top of one another, and I didn't like that. I got into the game, and the game looks, it's gorgeous. The cars handle yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, even, like, the the base-level car that they give you in the beginning, it handles pretty tightly. You know, if you know how to use the handbrake and, and do stuff, it it's quite nice. Um, you get the sense of speed and the chases and whatnot. They give you a lot of options to start races. There's several different ways to engage with people. Here's the thing that killed it for me. The onboard navigation voice, the girl, sounded as if either she had just woken up or was bored out of her <laughs> mind while talking to you. And I, my, my thought was, oh my God, I'm going to be spending the entire game with this woman who sounds like she needs coffee. See, again, I completely turned that out because I, I do not even remember there being an onboard. I don't, I don't remember. Did you guys I play the same game? Either. Yeah, dude. I remember, I I remember like, like really pumping music and being like, yeah, this is fun. If yeah, you want to start that's a race, <laughs> you have to pull up to another driver oh, I guess and I press do the R1 button. Really? Because I don't remember that at I'm oh. I'm being a bit of a dick and being a little like, exaggerating just a, a tad, but not by much. It was... It was enough to to make me just be like I I do not want to travel with this person. And maybe I, don't I just wanna... maybe I turn the navigator off. Yeah, because I, I don't remember I just... hearing the navigator 
at all. And I played this game for like 30 hours. Yeah. I'd say my only disappointment with the game, and you might be able to clue me in Bella with this, Mm -hmm. but I was a little disappointed there wasn't a local multiplayer. I don't know if this is historically what Need for Speed do. No, I don't remember I ever doing a local multiplayer. So I remember local multiplayer. Well, oh, there okay. definitely was. In yeah. some of the older titles sure. on the 360, right. sure. That's what I miss. Um, I liked this game so much because um, like to, the story, to me, I'm not even paying attention to the story. To me, it's just all about racing games or about the gameplay. Mm-hmm. So I loved the fact that you were online. You could be online with other people and randomly encounter them however like you just roll up to somebody and race them now you could have them there was i think six 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 to eight people in a lobby i'm not i don't remember what the exact um number is but you could have four guys be racers four guys be cops or i think it's six so like three and three or two and two or like whatever it is and as the as you are doing stuff you're building up bank and the bank is used to unlock upgrades and newer cars and the supercars in this game are fantastic Mm. um so you could have $200,000 worth of stuff and another guy besides the AI cops you could have another player be a cop and like try and hunt you down and you got to get to um, a safe house but what was really interesting was like say all right, I have a cop chasing me right and I have an AI cop chasing me and I'm racing an AI racer and we're going in this huge open world and at the exact same time another dude who's playing is being chased by AI cops racing a human player and being chased by a human cop and just by chance, we're in a, a collision course with each other. Like, those random moments happened all the time in that game. And I found it, like, just the absurdity of it. Like, we're, there's 10 cars driving at each other at 240 miles an hour. This should be interesting. And then seeing the, the cars explode. I just, I'm not really into racing games. But for this one, this one grabbed me. And I, I thought that yeah. the visuals, the gameplay... Everything, all these chance encounters were terrific. Right. See, it's pretty I'm, fun. I'm, I'm not a huge racing game fan either, but my one and only like true racing car game or kind of arcadey is Burnout Paradise. And it's the same company. This, yeah, this was the exact same thing as Burnout Paradise, just with adding in more players and the ability to become a cop and you know even when you be like you could switch between your cop career and your racing career on the fly you just go back to a warehouse and be like all right i want to be a cop now and it's different because they gain money specifically they can't lose money they can only gain it so if you're what was great about being a cop is like oh you could see another racer out there and you could see what his wanted level was and as his wanted level was higher you knew he had a huge amount of bank so taking down somebody who's done like two hours worth of work (laughs) <laughs> and just that now they go back and they're like it's just risk reward like okay if i keep going i can unlock more stuff and there's challenges for you to complete by getting to like um five hundred thousand dollars or whatever like that uh something like that so it's like oh my god i got 475 i should just bank this now and then you get to like 490 and somebody takes you out and it's the worst feeling but if you're the cop it's the best feeling it was right. oh, i found that stuff to be terrific and you've been on both sides of the coin yes i've been on both sides of the coin now I'm gonna put a bit more time into it then yeah how's the lobby system like people constantly talking no or? i like i i don't remember i didn't have headphones on but just if you were playing by yourself i mean i'm sure people could be talking but gotcha i never i never heard anybody it's not like it was coming through the speakers mm-hmm so it's just nice to just roll up to another player who is a racer and be like, hey, you want to race? And it just instantly by hitting R1 sets a course on the map for on your GPS and it's just like get to this point. doesn't yeah. matter how you get there. Just get there. That's and cool. the visuals are crazy good. Yeah, it sounds very burnout paradise-y. Yeah. So. What's interesting That's is that a fun game. They're, uh, oh, I love it. 
they're skipping. This is the first year there's not going to be a Need for Speed game in a long time. So they're doing something, I'm assuming, kind of big if they're skipping a year. Because usually that's, uh, I think it's EA that does Need for Speed. And that's like a cash cow, like a, like a sleeper cash cow for them. So if they're skipping a year, they've got something nice coming down the line probably. Cool. All right. Well, maybe I need to, I don't know, suck it up. Or maybe find a way to turn off the, the navigator. I'm sure. You can. <laughs> next time, next time you guys come to my place, we'll throw it in, and then you could see. Well, because I have all the supercars unlocked. Like, yeah. take a okay. take a run with all one right. of those guys. Cool. We'll go to your garage. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Justin's gonna give us the keys to the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Rob. Yes. Did you play anything else? Uh, I mean, my norm. That that's pretty much all I had to talk about. But I'm not gonna bore everyone with more. You just like, you played some Child of Light, right? No, no, no. I thought you that did was play Child of Light. Oh, it was Jackie who played Child of the Light. Yeah. So good. All right, Jackie, so tell me about Child of the Light. It is an amazing game. Like, visually, absolutely amazing. Really, it's just the the way it looks like watercolors, the whole thing. It looks like you're playing in a watercolor painting. Uh, the way she moves, the way her hair flows as you're, like, flying through the sky is amazing. So, visually, it's one of the my favorite games. Probably in my top two or three of all yeah. time. Yeah, the soundtrack as well is fantastic. It's a perfect match. Like mm. it really feel. I mean, it's it's basically a fairy tale. It is a fairy tale. She's a a princess with a father who's married to an evil stepmother, and she goes to sleep one night and wakes up in this land, and basically everyone thinks she's dead, and she needs to find a way back, and she needs to find a way to save the kingdom mm. and to save her father. So it really and it feels like a fairy tale. The music, the look of it, everything. Um, the people you come across. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, the, I mean, it kind of feels um, fairly Final Fantasy. Like it's got those kind of characters in it. Like, you know, going back to like six or seven. Right. It's got those kind of like the, the mice that are in the little outfits and, you know, kind of weird characters. But it really is just, it flows really well. Um, the turn-based fighting system I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I thought the combat system was really cool. Yeah, I loved it. I love the fact that it's it's you know it's a good turn-based system, but then you've got that option of being able to move your little, basically your little light that follows you around. Yeah. You move that over the bad guys and you can judge their speed with their turns and you can slow them down depending on how much light you have left. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of, it, it's a more interactive way of having a turn-based system. You know, it gives you a little more play with-, with Yeah, it gives you a your, lot more to do. Yeah, you can get your turn in quicker- you know, by slowing the guys down, but right. then you've got to, if, you, if you're against three of them, you've got to figure out which one is quicker. Yeah. And, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, there's nothing worse than playing an RPG and getting to that point where you're kind of in like a set it and forget it kind of mode. Right. Where if you have your attacks pattern like locked in and you just, or the worst, when you just have to press the A button. Like you could be making a sandwich and not even yeah. looking or watching a show and just, pressing the a button looking down oh the encounter's over yeah move the move the joystick around with your pointer finger get into another encounter and just well i definitely found like that later on in the game once i'd finished it i went back to you know make sure i completed everything i did the lemurian quests and that kind of thing and once you go back to the earlier levels then you kind of get back more into that you know that they're so weak and you're so powered up it's just Mm -hmm. like boom 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 done how long did it take you to get through the game not long maybe like Six or seven hours, like hundred percent. Yeah, hmm. me too. That's yeah, something like that. Yeah, but it really is worth it. Like, and especially for fifteen dollars, 
Yeah. Like, I would have paid more for this game, hands down. I wish there was more. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was a lot. Like, I wish um, there was more to do. I wish... I mean, you could create a um, a second playthrough on New Game Plus, but, like, I just... Right. I want to see more baddies, I, yeah. and more land, and more... Yeah. I like the fact that it is that nice combo as well of... It is an RPG, but you do have to do something to get through the environment. There's winds and there's, you know, certain tunnels. There's puzzles you need to solve. It's not just a run along until it goes, bing, you're in a battle. Right. Like, you do have to interact. It, it looks very similar to Rayman in some respects, you know, with getting around objects. and Yeah, well, they use the, they same, use the same engine. Yeah, engine. yeah. yeah. so, you know, it, it looks like that, but it's definitely nice to have that combination of uh, interactive environment, but also an RPG. Mm-hmm. I had never played a turn-based game before, ever. Just they were never, like, never looked interesting wow, to t- me. Two in a row, Transistor, almost. <laughs> well, Transistor I, it, it isn't so much turn-based. To me, uh, Transistor almost reminds me in a way of Fallout 3, when you could do that stop time, I want to pinpoint which spot to hit him here. Like, uh, that's how it almost felt to, oh, man. Felt to well, me. Oh, man. That's slow-mo. Strategy. Yeah. But I, um, I mean, I never have played any turn-based games before. Like, I found it to be really nice. But later in the game, I had, like, a, I had some issues with it because I don't know if it's like this in all games. I'm going to assume not. But they don't tell you what the enemy's hit points are. So you don't have no idea when help like right. when you're like you're you close to doing of, it you can kind you of can, tell with this like they put their heads down yeah. and look a little more defeated yeah they do then, do that yeah. um but it's more visual cues than like okay i can see what my health is and what my teammates right. health is but i have no idea what theirs is yeah. yeah and i wasn't able to respec because in the beginning of the game it's just like here's a whole bunch of points and it's like all right well i'm gonna put a little bit into everything yeah they give you that crazy tree and they don't at the end of the game, like uh, I didn't put enough points into uh, my light attack right. with Aurora, Aurora, so yeah, when you come up against that last boss, the last boss is yeah. all light. Yeah. So for me, it was just like I was like ticking off like twenty five points of damage every time because I right. had done all Ooh. slash, and I know that you could put different and she's gems. She's pretty much the only one that has the light attack. Right? Yeah. You could put gems yeah. in to like add sl- to your slash damage, which I did, but like her most powerful move was just like call down of starlight which could right. at- attack everybody but like i didn't have any like enough points into that so it took me a very long time to beat the last boss i wish they would have gave you an option at some point like oh spend eight gems to respect your character Yeah, are you sure that you want this to be your build yeah yeah or like even not even that but just like give me the option somewhere along the way to be like oh i visited this person oh i right. would like you, you can go ahead and like reassign your points because at the light the last boss I had just picked the like the tank build uh, right. of the the follower, one of my followers, who was able to draw all the attention to him. Yeah, the taunt. That's a great yeah. combo. Is get him to do taunt, and then he also has a function where he'll heal himself if yeah. it gets below a certain level. Yeah, and just get him to draw everything while she attacks. So it took me like an hour to beat the last boss, just because I had a I had no idea where their health points were at, and I was just doing minimal damage. So if you get to the end. Use light. Yeah. Start building up light. <laughs> but I think that's another thing that is an RPG game is that, you know, you, you find, you go into some games and it's just hit, 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 attack, attack. With RPGs, you definitely have to figure to yourself, right, this is a boss level. In the next 45 minutes, I'm going to repeatedly heal myself. I'm going to repeatedly revive myself, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get them eventually. I think that's the key to it. How was it uh, cleaning up the trophies? Did you have to do a lot of like backtracking? No, not much at all, really. 
There's yeah, a couple you're in of most of them going through yeah, the game. Yeah, I pretty much got all of them going through the game and just missed a couple, and it was really easy to backtrack and get them. Hmm. So. I missed one, and it was finding the 16 confessions. And oh, just yes. just by exploring, I had found 15 of the 16. Right. And like at the end of level three, going into level four, there's a like a little gate you can walk through, and you yeah. have to like fly all the way to the top, and the page is like floating around right. there. But like exploring in this game is not a must but it just it's rewarding because you're gonna find all these chests with potions and gems that just help you build up your stats and will help you like in that last boss situation like i had 15 revive potions so i was just spamming revive (laughs) i was just saying i think i got to that last boss level with like 40 health potions yeah i I just kept using them over because i hadn't had to i hadn't had to have used them until that point so yeah definitely explore I think, though, that Transistor and Child of Light are on that, even if you're not into this type of game, they're yeah. on that you should play this anyway list. Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd recommend Child of Light to anyone. Mm. Yeah. It's fantastic. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Justin. Hello. Hi. Hi. What else did you play this week? I played a lot this week. So tell me about it. What, uh, what, what's going on? Uh, I finished Child of Light, and then I started episode three of season two of Telltale's The Walking Dead. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I originally I told you it was episode four. I'm like, wait a second. I don't think it's episode four. I had to go back and look. Episode three. Uh, I had talked in weeks past about The Wolf Among Us, which is Telltale's other game that they're doing based on DC's Fables comics. Mm-hmm. Um, the Walking Dead obviously speaks for itself. Um, I had mentioned back then that adventure type games or like point and click games had i had no interest in them whatsoever but uh telltale's season one of the walking dead won a lot of game of the year stuff so i was like yeah whatever i'll buy it and i played uh episode the first episode like halfway through and then left it for like seven or eight months and then Mm. eventually i was like i should just play this and i got completely involved in the story um People have problems with these games because they're like, oh, it's not a video game because like I'm not shooting or I'm not this and I could care less. I could care less if I do nothing but just make choices of what my character is going to say. Um, spoilers for season one. Uh, you could stop listening here for about like the next 15, 20 seconds. You play in season two as Clementine. Um, she's a carryover from season one and she's a young girl. Um, season two fast forwards a bit in her life where she was maybe eight in the beginning in the first season she's maybe 11 or 12 and so you're playing in the first series in the first season she's your companion in this one you're playing as her nice and I'm on the third episode now and it's just about this little girl who's growing up way too fast in this world with zombies and she's with a new group of people and it's phenomenal i don't watch the walking dead tv show i don't need to i have this this is amazing stuff Hmm. do you like the season better than the first season yes you do okay the end of the first season made me shed tears um but this this is just like powerful stuff whereas the first season it was like more gamey like okay you know use the r1 button to go ahead and like you know aim it aim it up on a zombie's head now hit r1 to shoot and it was like that those parts would come you know, um, a couple times a chapter, but like now it it doesn't come nearly as much because you're playing as an 11 year old girl. She's not able to do the things that an adult could do. So you're really getting that perspective and the things, the, the, the situations that they put you in, there's like these no win situations. Um, I looked up the name of the, uh, the name of the season. 
I'll give me a second. I could find it. But uh, it's called In Harm's Way. And that's pretty much what the entire thing is about. You are in harm's way. And you're going to have to make choices that are really difficult. Like at the end of the last, uh, the last episode, episode two, um, there was a part where it's like you're, you're sitting down at a table. There's two tables. And it's like it gives you an option of which one to sit, which table to go to. Because there's two people who want to sit by you. And they both call you over. And you're like, Jesus Christ, like this is a difficult decision because whatever decision I make, the other character, a little message will pop up like X remembered that, will remember that. And it's like these this, these decisions mean something to you. So it's, there's repercussions to even the smallest decisions. The smallest decisions there's repercussions to. And at the end of this chapter, I just like I put my hands on my head and I was like, Jesus Christ, like what did I just do? Like <laughs> You are faced with bad, <laughs> bad choices, bad scenarios, and you have to make the best of a bad decision. And it's not like a game like Mass Effect where you have a, uh, you have a tree of things you can choose from. But guess what? If you don't pick in the, the amount of time that they give you, it's not going to choose one for you. You'll just be silent. And your silence sometimes can speak more than words. Right. So they'll remember you being silent at certain times too. It's another game that I actually can't recommend that people try enough. It's different if you're like a first-person shooter bro or you're an RPG <laughs> if you're an an RPG gamer, if you're anything, I can't recommend that you at least try this because the storytelling is so top-notch that I like this better than the TV show. I like this better than the comics. Mm. Like I want this to keep going forever. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to all stack up before I start this season. I, I what um oh the Walking Dead stuff yeah I played through the first season oh I thought we were talking about Mass Effect oh no 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 but I'm waiting for all the there's probably there's gonna be what five five yeah and three so just I'm, came out wow waiting for the five of them and then I'll, I'll what's nice truck through them. what's nice is that I play this and the Wolf Among Us and now they're on a it feels like they're on a schedule where it's like um every month or so they're jumping over each other. So, oh, cool. last, so month, something new every month. last month was The Wolf Among Us. This week, uh, this month is The Walking Dead. I'll probably get in the next two or three weeks because they're already showing screenshots for the next episode of The Wolf Among Us. How much are these episodes? $5 a piece. That's a nice price. Or you could do the season pass for 20 and there's five of them. Wow. So you save five bucks, but I can't recommend it enough. If you like storytelling, this is top-notch stuff. All right. Awesome. How different is the gameplay between Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead? Wolf Among Us is a little bit more gamey, like a little bit more like you can get into a, like a bar fight in Wolf Among Us and it will be like, okay, hit left, hit right, hit down, now hit R1. And the thing is... Yay, quick time events. Yes, but the thing is, you can't <laughs> fail it. You can't... If you miss it, your guy's just going to get bulldozed. Like, uh-huh. you know, uh, instead of instead of missing the punch, you just get hit with the punch and it the, it changes. It just keeps going. It doesn't be like, oh, you failed. Sure, if a zombie eats your leg in uh, The Walking Dead, you'll fail and you'll try it again. But for the most part, that's the only time you could fail a quick time event is if it's like something's coming. But in uh, so far in The Walking Dead, uh, excuse me, in The Wolf Among Us, there hasn't been any of that. Awesome. So, yeah. Hmm. Cool. A lot of recommendations for me tonight. Yeah. Oh, and I started Deadpool. <laughs> Let me, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you in a second. I actually want to talk for a little bit about uh, Stick It to the Man. Okay. Uh, Stick It to the Man, we talked about it last week, is a game about a guy who gets hit on the head and finds out that a elephant has made his home inside of his brain. It's and, just ridiculous, right? Yeah, and sprayed water all over his brain. And now you're 
inside and outside of his thoughts, and you need to solve a series of mysteries in order to help yourself and help this little alien guy who has, you know, attached himself to your brain. And now you've got this, you know, pink, stretchy arm thing going on. And we've got a dog underneath the table going dog shit and playing with wires. I'm going to, I'm going to ignore him. <laughs> Sorry. Good. It was wrapped around his Did legs. You, oh, it was wrapped okay. around his legs? Yes. yes. Nice. We have an in-house dog when we record from Jackie's place, guys. His name is Coda. Yes, he's trying to join in. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I 100%ed stick it to the man. Uh, I had a good time with it. I had a good time with it. Um, I definitely feel like the very first part of that game informs you as to what that game is going to be. The wh- fact that it's like a giant robot version of you whose brain is flooded and therefore mm-hmm. you need to unplug it so that the little alien man can operate your brain. Right. It's it's so bizarre. My thing, my thing with it is this. I... I really like the length of the game. I feel that if it was any longer that I would have experienced like major fatigue and it, it the the charm of it would have worn off, but it's so entertaining and it's so bizarre. Yes. Yeah. And it's so like it's filled with all of these strange situations and these weird <laughs> yes. characters and some of the the objects that you have to collect for these people and bring back to them, you know, it tells a funny story. I um, think one of the levels I liked the most was you need to get to the next place. And yeah. in order to do that, you need to use the limo. But the chauffeur driver will yeah. only take you, will only take the diva that he's supposed you to be You gotta dress driving. like Donna. So yeah, basically you have to spend the whole time going around getting hair from people a mouth that sounds like her, various clothes, and like finding all these things so that you can impersonate this diva. The fox scarf. <laughs> yes. And it's so strange. You like literally rip people's mouths out so that you can stick it on yourself and sound like them. Yeah. It's so bizarre. But I agree with you. It definitely gets to the point where you read people's minds. Mm-hmm. And it's funny at first, but if this was like a twenty-hour game, I'd yeah. be really, really. I'm tired a piece of, of cheese. I'm a piece of cheese. <laughs> yes. Like that's it's funny. It's cool. Yes. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, though, there's times when you need to do something in the game, and they're they're prompting you and reminding you that you have to do something. I was in the asylum level. I had this girl that wanted this dead rat from me for her <laughs> yes. cat. Yeah. And I had no idea what I had to do with her. So for like a half hour, I'm walking around and she's, do you think that I could have that rat? I did the opposite. There's because there's the guy that also follows you around. Yeah, the guy so that I lost the bag. So I had him first. Yeah. And I was like, he's following me around, but I can't interact with him. And I have no idea what he wants, mm-hmm. but he's following me everywhere. Well, it's the, the game is a, is a little bit deceptive because even though it looks like it's completely flat in 2D, there is a little bit of depth to it that you yeah. can run forward and back. And in that level, I was stuck for like a half hour, didn't know what to do, that there was a part of the ground that was missing, that if you move toward the screen and jump yes. down, you yeah. can you can make it into a whole other part of the level. Yeah. I didn't see that for right. the longest time. I um, you, the main problem I had with it is the levels, and the reason I stopped playing it is I got frustrated with the security guards, Okay, where you have to read their mind and then take a, a sleeping sticker and slap it on someone else. And yeah. They kept chasing me down over and over and over. And it's it, the first time I did it, it was charming. 
that I had to like make him sleep with his own sleep sticker because he was thinking about how tired he was. Yeah. I like that. But when it gets towards the end of the game, I'm on the last level now. Yeah. I, I don't want to do that. I don't, it's, it just was frustrating. Well, it's a, it's a shame that that's really the only switch up in, in gameplays. Every now and again, you run into these kind of these little like physical puzzles of having to get past these guys. I will say, though, once you do figure it out, it's there's easy ways to bypass them. Um, I was watching a guy online um, solve for like one or two trophies. And I mean, he was moving through them like butter, just, you know, and I was like, hi, I haven't been able to do that. But um, overall, I mean, I, I got it for free on the PS4 network. Yeah. So totally enjoyable for me. I don't know that, I mean, for fourteen ninety nine, it's a little bit bare bones in regard to gameplay. You yeah. would be paying the money for the game, the experience. It's the comedy. Yeah, the yeah. comedy, the yeah. personality, the bizarre Definitely. nature of the game. It is fun and yeah. it is cool. And like I said, it's just long enough that if you hunker down and you get through it, you can probably get through it in about two hours. Yeah. You will enjoy it. You will laugh. Um, there's just not a whole lot of variety. And also as a side-by-side comparison, Child of Light, fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. And, you know, I definitely would put the two on a different playing field. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ch- Child of Light is far more robust. Yeah. I, I have yeah. it downloaded, but it's just going to sit there. Stick it to the man? Yeah. Yeah, I downloaded it, but... It's fun. It's it's quirky as, as all get out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to meet tons of people that are just bizarre like the the disco chick that's her thing is that she's into shiny teeth you <laughs> yes. know she's obsessed and uh the old man you know he paid to win the disco and he lost and uh this guy was trapped in a car and you got to find you know the can opener thing to get him out and the guy that wants to hang himself so you yeah. have to help him find something so he doesn't hang himself yeah i like yeah. the girl with the balloons i thought she was funny <laughs> Buy a balloon, man. They're filled with helium. So, yeah. I, I Definitely don't go into it expecting like gameplay as such. It's, it's more about the comedy. It's fun. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a fun game. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm happy happy to have gone through it. Happy to have played it. Enjoyed myself. Laughed. Loved the, the Silver Surfer references. And um, still that opening track of what condition my condition was in. I will never tire of that song ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and properly used in this in this game, very 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 cool. Um, Justin, yes. Did you have other games you want to talk about, just, or do we want to get to the main event? No, I, I I started Deadpool, but I'm not really far enough into it to talk about it. All right, then what I want to do is I want to talk about something amiss. Yes, Jackie, why don't you tell the tell the world? Yes, tell all of the world what you uh, experienced in the last, was it 24 hours? Yeah. All right. Okay, so to preface this, I sold my Xbox One to Bobby. Boo! (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. I got impatient and fed up and annoyed, so I sold it to him. And I partly did this because I was so in love with my PS4. I was like, I can't imagine ever wanting anything else. So within 24 hours of selling it to Bobby... My PS4 hits the crapper. Oh, (laughs) karma. What happened? Xbox karma. So it started doing it a few days ago. I would go in. It would log in as normal with my profile. I would start a game. And as soon as the loading screen was finished, it would kick me out and say that um, it was logging me off because of error code MP, whatever it was. Some network error code. 
So I couldn't get it to load at all. Now I could get my other half, I could play games with his profile and he has a PSN account. I could get it to go with his, just not with mine. So I called them the first day and got through to someone. Now me with the English accent and him with an Indian one, it was just ludicrous because I can understand (laughs) what he was saying. He can understand what I was saying. Um, I gave him the error code. I talked to him for a couple of minutes. He says, all right, let me put you on hold. I'll be right back. Click. Cuts oh, me no. Off. Yeah. Oh. I hate it when that happens. I hate yeah. that. So I call back, get hold of someone else. Nice. And I was like, I was just talking to someone else. But she's like, all right, so tell me what it is. Now, she doesn't ask any information. So I tell her, blah, 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 this error code, blah, blah, blah. She's like, okay, hang on a minute. It goes quiet. She's obviously looking up the error code. Comes back and she's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is, but we're doing an update right now. So I'm not going to help you until after seven o'clock Eastern time. What? Yeah. So it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. No, like, yeah, like four o'clock in the afternoon here. She says to me at 4 p.m. Pacific time, there'll be an update out. That's why it's doing it. I said, like, but it's been doing it for a few days. She's like, yeah, but I'm not going to help you until that update's done. I'm not going to help you <laughs> yeah. until that's done. Yeah. So she's like, you can call us back after, after 4 p.m. Pacific time. Great. Did you get her name? No. So she's like, but there's some other stuff you can try. So she's like, you know, go in, rebuild the database, do that. She's like, okay, is it is it wireless? I say, yeah. She's like, I would try hardwiring it. So I go to hardwire it. She's like, did that work? Click. Oh Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm now I'm thinking maybe that's Sony's you know modus operandi. I can't help you. Click. Cut you off. So that was yesterday and I was like, I waited till the update came in, put the PlayStation on, still the same problem. So today I was like, I really can't be dealing with talking to people on the phone because I'm just going to get really angry. So I'll try the online chat. So I do the online chat thing, get through to someone within two minutes and basically go through it all again. And he's like, well, you can reset the whole thing. I was like, is that necessary? He's like, well, it's pretty much your only option at this point. Oh my God. I said, okay. So I go through, I back it up and I said, look, this is going to take me a few minutes. And he was nice, but he was like, you know, I'll hold on, go, go do that. So I back it all up. I resell it. And I say to him, now what, what happens if this doesn't work? He writes back, it should. (laughs) (laughs) This is fantastic. Holy shit. Yeah. So I do it all and you know, it's, I managed to back up my data. I still have to figure out how to reload everything on there, but right now it's working. But it's definitely, it felt like Xbox karma. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn. So very frustrated. I'm more frustrated with the customer service than anything. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound too professional to me. No. The responses no. that you got. The, the, exactly. I, the, the, the words, I won't help you until like, this. That's what amazed me is that like, she is like, yeah, we're doing an update right now. I'm not going to help you yeah, till after that. I can't help you. <laughs> Because X, Y, and Z, we're having yep. like a universal thing going on. That's yep. one thing. But I won't help you yeah. until this time because, exactly. you know, whatever I try to help you with is probably not going to work anyway. Yeah. So why don't we just skip the bullshit? Well, and I was texting with Justin and Justin Googled it for me. The error code. I gave him the error yeah. code. And obviously it's a new problem. You said that you couldn't really find anything on it. I could only find stuff from the last two right. weeks or so. And if you go to the PlayStation Network's website, you can look up all the error codes and it's not listed on there at all. So when I hear the silence when I give them the error code, that's them going to the same website, looking up the same error code and getting nothing. Oh my god. And then their response is, um, you could try click. 
<laughs> so that must be the know. best. Like the whole day, it's just people hanging up on everyone. Exactly. It just uh, amazed me. You think but, they're doing it on purpose? Twice. Oh, definitely. They hung off on me twice. You think so? Two yes. different people. Come on. Yeah. Why, do you, why do you say that? <laughs> well, because she didn't get their name. Okay. Neither so, of them. what ramification is there? I worked in a call center. I uh, used to yeah. do this all the time. I worked in all a call center too, and they <laughs> yep. were like, well, at my call center when I worked at Geico, they were like watching you like a hawk. Oh yeah. Like they would be yep. listen, they'd listen in and like could tell when you hung up on somebody. So I, yeah. I had this guy yelling at me for an hour, and I was, he's like, I'm not hanging up, and I was like, well, I'm not either. So yeah. No, I worked for a health insurance company, and we and would ouch. do the same thing. We'd be like, oh, well, let me see if I can click. So you've done it to you've done it to people, and now people have done it to you. This is karma is just all over you right now. This is totally karma biting you in the ass. Now you had a total different experience. Like you had a a problem with your PS4, Justin. After the first month, yeah. And but I mean, they were lightning quick with you. Yeah, it was a little frustrating because um, I had to actually get a new system sent to me. I was having big, big issues. I'm I'm thinking it was with the hard drive. the first person was like, try this. And it was a whole bunch of steps. They wanted me to restore the database, everything, reinstall everything. And they were like, that should take care of it. You know, let us know if you have any issues. And um, two days later, I started having the same issues again. So I called back and I was like, look, I was told that I should just like, just tell them it didn't work. Everything's on file. And um, we'll turn around and start the repair process of sending it back and whatever. And they were like, sorry, we have to go through it all over again. So that was that was the frustrating part. Um, But I was able to go ahead and I was like, you know, it's still happening. Luckily, it started happening like right away again. And uh, I was they sent me a box. Uh, I took uh, it was actually funny. Like they sent me a box and uh, I guess there was just a cardboard box outside. I I live in an apartment above my parents house. So my dad just saw an empty cardboard box and was like, oh, this goes down to the trash. (laughs) So they sent me another box. (laughs) And uh I was able to send, send it back, and I was I got it back. I got a brand new system back like six days later. So the the turnaround time wasn't bad at all. Right. Um, so right. if you would have had to send yours in for some reason, well, I'm still waiting. I mean, this could be an ongoing conversation because yeah. right now it's working, but mine was doing the same as yours. It turns itself off randomly and reboots in safe mode. Yeah. See, which is what you were saying was happening. I'm still from time to time getting uh, glitches like that. I get ejected from games. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. now and again, like I'll be playing Towerfall. And then all of a sudden, like boop, 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 like right out to the to the menu. Yeah, I no explanation. That. that happened to me with Mercenary Kings like mm. three or four times, and I stopped playing the game. But that's the only game that it happened to me with. So yeah, it's happened to me with with a number of games actually. Charles Fusion uh-huh. has happened to me quite a few times. Ever since mm. I got it my new, it was it was doing that to me all the time. And since I got the new one back, nothing. Okay. So maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe I mean I'm I'm sure that these problems are widespread, and maybe it was the yeah. first batch of consoles that went out, like Microsoft's Red Rings, Ooh. right? And that, well, you know, I know nowadays with a lot of stuff, the reason you can buy a Blu-ray player for thirty-five dollars is because they've completely eliminated quality. So they mm-hmm. rather than testing everything, they send it out, and if it gets sent back, they send you a new one because it's cheaper to do that than have an entire QA department. So you don't know if Sony are the same thing. Like they sent out all these Playstations and all of us that bought it within the first month it came out. We are they're the eliminating QA. problems. Yeah, exactly. We are the QA. You know how many Xbox 360s I've gone through? Take a guess. Six. Oh, I know. Three. No, you've been through five or six. Four. Four? Oh, Four. Okay. Yeah. I got two, two red rings. Um, and then one of them. So I had my first one. 
That red ringed. I sent that back to them. So that's one. They sent one back to me. That one broke again, red ringed again, shortly thereafter, maybe a month. So that sent that back. That was two. And then um, something happened. There was a miscommunication. They weren't honoring. They told me that I, I had you know X amount of days on my warranty until they wouldn't replace it anymore. They wanted a hundred, like I think a hundred or two hundred dollars to replace it, and I had to send them my system back as like evidence. Wow! And I'm like, I don't think so. So I went out and I bought a brand new one instead of sending the old one back to them. Uh, and that one eventually shit out as well. And then I was given, I was given one uh, to me by a friend. So that was a total of four. And I still have the fourth one. It's still functional, but damn if I don't have it hooked up and really don't play it anymore because every right. time that I power that thing on, I am petrified that it's gonna it's gonna go. Which it must is... be fairly random because mine is the first one I've had and I've had it for years. What I've, I've had that's crazy. I still have my day one three sixty. Yeah. And about two months ago it stopped reading CDs. So it's never red, wow. uh, red ringed. I could still play games off of the hard drive, but it doesn't. My only read issue CDs is the anymore. is the disc tray is now I can't have it upright. I have to have it on its side and oh. you have to time it so at the same time as you press the button you hit it really hard on top. So only where the always, disc tray comes out. There's always something <laughs> design wise about some of these next gen systems that doesn't sit well with me. One of them the, for the three sixty is that tray. That tray, when you press that button and you hear that like chunky click <laughs> yeah. and it rolls out and you can hear like the rickety plastic the gears yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> put the thing and then yeah. like it oh and I was gonna I was I meant to bitch about this today I'll bitch about it now <laughs> I fucking hate the power buttons on the PS4 I don't they did this with my with the other the PS3 um when it came out with the slim I I like no actually they fixed it I want a button I want a button that I actually I depress it. And the thing turns on, and that's that. None of this holding standby shit, and none of this, you know, swipe your finger over the little bar, and it'll read it. We'll know exactly what you want. Although buttons can break, though. Buttons can break, but so can my brain when I'm trying (laughs) to shut off my PS4 because I got to go somewhere, and I got to, you know, disconnect it. And God forbid I didn't use the the menu system and use the controller to shut off my PS4 that I actually leaned forward and pressed the damn button and I hear dee 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 and I'm like, so so what? So what happened? And you know, the lights are changing and it just holy shit, it takes forever. That's true. I've had like that thing flash white and orange and blue. Yeah, I have that's no what I'm saying. idea what it's doing. It's white. gone into standby when I've meant to turn the whole thing off. White is standby. Yeah, orange is. Oh, I'm sorry. White is Yellow safe is mode. Standby. Orange is standby. Oh, red okay. is bad. <laughs> Stay away from red. <laughs> I've never seen red. I when, now. Do you keep yours in standby? No. You know what? That actually chews up a lot of power. I read, and I'm always petrified of like if I leave it on standby, it's actually still running, which means that it'll break faster. My, That's I, what I always the, think. I'd rather shut it down. And, I yeah. still have my original day one PS3. That thing so is like I. a tank. Yeah. I still have my day one PS2. That's impressive. I do too. That bitch yep. has got like crazy stickers all over it. I graffitied the crap out of that thing. It still pumps like a champ. Mine's it's in awesome. my basement somewhere. It probably still works. It yeah. It's right. hidden away no, in the basement. I, I have it. The, the front of the CD tray of my PS2 is broken off, but the tray slides out and 
I have games a Spider-Man memory card for my PS2. <laughs> And so it's, do I. it's oh, awesome. Cards. I have a he's like yeah, sitting. He's sitting on the yeah. edge of it, and mm-hmm. there's webs all over it. And he's like, they're like, <laughs> so good, so good. I so anyway, it. yeah, that was my bitching about Sony. So <sighs> that's <sighs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, just sounds like karma to smack you in the face a bunch. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> you were like, Very much. they hung up on me. Jackie, have you ever hung up on anybody? Yeah, I've done yeah. it a bunch. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Oh, man. I don't want to hear about people's hemorrhoids. Sorry, <laughs> click. <laughs> well, apparently there's a there's a new seat for that. Isn't there, Rob? There's a new new toilet seat that you <laughs> Why? can get out. Why are we doing are this? Are we seriously no, on hemorrhoids right now? Look, uh, the, <laughs> show, the show, it's a video game show, but we're also friends. It's supposed to be casual. So Rob we're and I- We're not that casual. <laughs> Rob and I were talking about this in the uh, comic book store, store earlier. Event. Yeah, it's the squatty potty. Tell me about the squatty potty, Rob. I need to hear more about this. I'm interested. It, S- it sell, just, sell one to me. <laughs> it makes you more in line you can laugh into the to, okay. to, to get a better void. Uh, so it, it it makes you squat perfectly over the bowl. Where? So, so you, Lovely. So you achieve nice. a, I'll bear a, that in mind. a better void. <laughs> And do you sell these at your comic book store? No, 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 no. no? no How much do one of these buy things? Buy five are... comics, get a squatty potty. No, uh, I think they're <laughs> buy twenty 40? copies of the Death of Superman. <laughs> get a squatty potty. Squatty potty. Go for it. All right, can we move on from hemorrhoids, please? <laughs> yes. I want a squatty potty. Thank you. All right, so E three is coming up soon. Yay. Justin, have you you've been to an E three, right? No, no. no it's, I, I hope to go one. Oh, day. You've, oh, so you you do the the packs? Yeah. How many do, have you been to E three, Rob? I've been to two. You have correct. Tell us a little about your uh, your experiences. We got about twenty minutes until we're gonna wrap it up. Tell give me a give me a brief summary of Rob's excellent adventures to E three, the Electronics Expo. Uh, well, I went. Two consecutive years, uh, the year that they announced the Wii, okay. and then the next year when they actually had the Wii there to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was before they wound it down just to be like a small little trade show and then built it back up to what it is again. Yeah, it's like a boutique thing now. Correct, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, back then... It was an absolute madhouse of people just running from station to station. Uh, booth babes were in full effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's not like that anymore. Yeah. So it it was definitely an experience. Uh, I wouldn't pass it up for anything. But- I just enjoy what it is now. I I just want to sit. And watch the the streams. I could care less about going, you know, to the presentations. Yeah. Because now, just the way we get our data, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you can. You don't need to go sit in the crowd. No. And, well, that's how I feel about Comic Con. You're getting it at the same time. Yeah. You're, you're actually getting it at the exact same time. Exactly. You know. So, I mean, there was no Twitter back then, or yeah. no, there was no Twitter back then. So it no not not if it was we days no no it's, yeah, it's so now just, you don't really feel the need to have to go stand in the lines and everything and just no, stream it no some so something like that is truly for them to hold their press conferences uh, for media outlets to get their information to throw on their sites 
you know, the, the shows you want to go to now are the PAXs. And, you know, that that's truly for the fans. The E3 experience now is just so watered down and... The, the people that go there don't even want to be there. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's it's not what it used to be. Right. I would imagine you'd have to, just like Comic-Con, where people, like you carry um, like a survival kit with you when you go to Comic-Con, you'd have to do the same for E3, especially with everybody playing the stations and touching everything. Oh, forget about it. Like p- plastic gloves. Uh, no, I, I definitely have a fair amount of hand sanitizer. <laughs> And I mean, that wasn't, Purell, even a, right? that wasn't even a thing back then. <laughs> hand sanitizer? No, I mean, they had hand sanitizers, but now, like, hand sanitizers, right. everywhere you look. Yeah, that's true. It's there. Yeah, they got them on the walls in places now. Uh-huh. Then, you know, barely a thing. Right. So, how, what, is it, what is it like in comparison to Comic-Con crowd-wise? Oh. Like, much same? Less. Yeah, less? No, much less, because... A lot of things you need appointments to go see. Invites. Uh, there's behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So the the stuff that's on the floor, you know, people have their booths. They'll have, let's say it's Nintendo, and they had 20 or so Wii's lined up. You stand in line. You go in. 20 people go in. You play for a set amount of time. And then afterwards, they would come up to you and survey you you know how did you like the controller yeah. did you like how this felt uh what would you change and you know that this direct feedback went you know went right back to nintendo then um it's 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 honestly it's not worth it hmm. in my opinion to go to something like that well certainly not now with the the technology to where it's at and like you said the information you get it in the moment Correct. So why spend the money and do, I mean, I, I always, one of my favorite things whenever E3 comes around is I make sure that I'm like in front of my computer, sitting in my nice comfy chair, eating some pancakes and just watch the streams. Yep. Usually they go well. Um, the schedules are up. You can click around to different rooms. You can watch, you know, the Konami, remember like some of the Konami ones oh, that I've seen were so crazy. Yeah. I just so I just love sitting watching the streams have Twitter open and it's like yeah. open open game for like jokes and what are the dates for E3 this year do we know? Do June 9th, 10th, 11th I think. Oh man, that's coming up. Yeah, it's two like two two three weeks away. Damn. So that's right before the New York City special edition uh read pop. Yep. Damn. Are you going to that? No, I have another con uh, that I'm going to. Yeah, I'm only going on Saturday. I have uh, a wedding to go to on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, now that you've you've been to you've been to an E3, you're excited about this E3. What do what is the one thing that you really really would love to be announced for any system? There's no there's no limitations on this. You could make shit up if you want to. I mean, it's it's such a different year because I mean we were talking about this before but they're announcing stuff way before E3 right. is is even here. Yeah. And usually the stage they they save it and the games that they announce, you know, there might be slight leaks that they were coming out, but now companies are actually saying, "Oh hey, Halo 5's coming out. 
uh, Far Cry 4. So all these games are already listed. Um, but if I were to go for a game that I, I you know, would jump out of my seat and be super happy for, it would definitely be uh, probably another... I don't know. It's so hard. You got one. Do you want to? Do you want to? Want us to come back to you? Mm, yeah, come back to me because I, uh, I can't. Honestly, I can't just choose. All right, let's toss it to Justin. One thing. Fallout Four by Bethesda. That's what you want. Give me my Fallout right now. Now, okay. So you want you want a new Fallout? What do you want the setup for the new Fallout? What's your ideal Fallout? Rumor was, I mean, this game has been rumored for a long time. Yeah, there like, was that fake teaser, fake teasers poster. everywhere. Um, it's one of those games that you just know, like you know, they have to be working on it. Um, it, it would be the perfect follow up to Skyrim. I feel like, all right, you did. We did Fallout Three. We got Skyrim. Give me Fallout Four. It was rumored to be in Boston. Uh, I think that would be amazing. Um, I loved walking around decapitated Boston in The <laughs> Last of Us. Um, that was the first real, in quotation marks here, RPG that I really got into. I got like 90 hours in that game. and I, I thought it was, I was just amazed Damn. by the sense of scale in that game. Like, oh, that was game was ridiculous. Big. And one of my all-time, probably my top three favorite game, game soundtracks ever oh yeah that, that I, definitely had a special sound i love that old radio dust bowl like 20s 30s era of like it just it sounds like it sounds terrible but like it sounds like dead people singing like all the old like smoky smoky bar stuff and all the lounge stuff and it just it sounds maybe not it doesn't it doesn't sound like dead people but it just it sounds like it's <laughs> it sounds like it's from a time that's so long ago musically speaking that like I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if I was in that era, like some like Jessica Rabbit type stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, Dark I would, City. I would be super excited to see the, what they're doing with the next Mass Effect, which I bet they're gonna do. Like, there's a lot of things that I know they're gonna be showing. But see, yeah, that's the whole thing is that you know, like some of these games, well, we know that they're gonna show it, but like, if you so far, them. it's not been announced. So I, that's the one that I'm like, okay, announce it. Let yeah. me know. Let me know for sure it's coming. Right, you want you want you know to unequal. You want to know. I want to know. You want that stamp. Yep, that's like like Half Life Three that's been rumored for ten years now. <laughs> it's it's never. at this point where it's never coming. But people are like, they have to be working on it. They have to be working on it. This is like getting in that into that category. It's like they have to be working on it. Please God, let me know it's coming. Do you want them to do something different with the gameplay? I mean, you mentioned where you'd like to see. Is that where you would like to see it take place in Boston, or is that just? what you've heard and you're okay with it that's what i've heard and i'm okay with it i'm but i they did the last one in washington dc yeah um so if you did boston i mean washington dc's got more open areas than boston does um but i would be i'd be fine with boston i mean sure put it in new york since we're from new york but yeah san francisco wouldn't be a bad spot either i think but i don't care where it is just give it to me Hmm. i want even though they promise it every year and it never happens I want the last guardian I've heard. And this happens every year. Uh So I'm not putting any, any stock in this at all, but I've heard things. um, They leaked, you know, uh, rumored information as to what, you know, the majority of announcements were going to be at this year's show. And one of them was 
further details on The Last Guardian. Every time that I see an update about that game, they keep insisting that it's not dead. It's changed hands several times. I just, whatever it's going to turn out to be, just just get it done, get it out, and let me play it. So for for good or for ill, because I just, I, I have to stop wishing on that star. Uh-huh. As, yeah, a, as a burnt and flickering star. Between, I mean, I love Ico. I love uh, Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Uh, they went a whole generation without releasing a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what I really think happened with this, with this is that they ran into a roadblock and they realized, like, we're getting way too close to the system's end of the system's life. Shuhei Yoshida has said that it's not dead. It's that they're they're working on it. I think it, it, they they scrapped it and rebuilt it for PS4. So if they were I gonna, think that's the only plausible that's the thing, only that thing they could do. Otherwise, yeah. why not just say the game's dead? Mm-hmm. And why not start working on something else? Exactly. You know. So if, either we're. I, I really think that if we we're gonna hear if if this thing is ever gonna come, it's gonna be at least some talked about this year, or that it's dead. And that they're going to start showing something new, but there has to be that news that it's dead first. Yeah, so, like the same same type of thing with uh, Beyond Good and Evil too. <laughs> okay, it's like, is it dead or is it not? Just let See, me know. Now that I God, that okay, there holy you go. shit! I would thank you. I would flip. Yeah, that's I would my flip answer. out. Remember that trailer? Mm-hmm. That yeah. awesome, awesome trailer. What was that five years ago now? It was a long time ago. Where you got to see? I forget his name, but you got to see the pig, and they're on the motorcycle, and they're running through the desert, and it just. Beyond Good and Evil, if if you guys are listening and you've never played it, that have you ever played it, Jackie? No. Oh, that game is so good. That game is so 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 good. Um, it's got it's got everything. It's got action. It's got stealth. It's got crazy characters. Uh, it's a big big game. It's got racing. It's it's got all kinds of go running around that little hovercraft thing in the water that they gave you. All the um, all the different like stealth tactics and the the platforming and jumping off of the poles and swinging from things and getting into the factories and stuff like that. Yeah, I would absolutely love for that sequel to come to. Fruition. Had a really good story. The yeah. bow staff that had like all the lights pouring out of it whenever you would throw attacks down. That game was good, and they did a they did that HD the HD remaster yeah. remaster that was on three sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I want to play that. I do. I want to play that. I'm going to have to look into that. I should just hook up my PS2. I mean, you already know what you want, Jackie, right? Yeah. You just want your Odd World. <laughs> Obviously, Odd World. They said they're going to announce a release date for it before E3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be nice. I'm looking forward to that. If we're talking fantasy, like what I really love, maybe another Skyrim DLC. You no, know? you want more DLC? Yeah. Like Dragonborn, not Hearthfire. I don't want to build more houses, but fight more stuff. <laughs> I think this. I think they said that they're done with DLC. Oh, Skyrim just, landlord. Well, I'm talking about fantasy. Why don't you just hope for Skyrim two then? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that I'd be happy with. Skyrim part duh. Yes, but with the Elder Scrolls part online duh. coming out in June, I can't. I, you know, it's going to be a while before it they got delayed. It got really? delayed. Got delayed six what months. got delayed? Oh. Six Elder Scrolls six months. Oh yeah, right. Six it did. Months? Jesus, I've already pre-ordered it. Be, <laughs> that receipt is going to be sitting in my purse for a long time now. Just go get Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, yeah, I might have to do that. Mm-hmm. I th- a new bucks. Zelda. That's the other thing. New Zelda would be nice. Like and something that really optimizes the Wii U. Yeah. Because you know they brought Wind Waker out, but it 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 wasn't anything new. 
You know, I want something that if they're going to bring out a new title on the Wii U, right. use that gamepad, use everything it's capable of doing. Right. So that'd be my dream. Nintendo thing. is going to have to blow people away this year. Yes. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Um, so I have a prediction. I have a prediction that if a Fallout Four is announced and Jackie plays it, <laughs> yes, that you're gonna you're gonna maybe not jump ship. But my new favorite but game. Your new favorite game is gonna be <laughs> Fallout Four if that happens. It would take a lot to beat Skyrim. It'll beat it. A lot. Now, d- does your 360 work? Yeah. Okay. I'll get you a copy of where, like, right, where I'd love to try it. Where I didn't play Skyrim, where I made my character walked into town, took one look around, and said, "Fuck this, I'm not doing this." <laughs> yeah, I hundreds of hours into right. into Fallout Three, okay. hundreds. Um, well, I said I got up to six sixty six on Skyrim. Yeah, so there's something so satisfying about those that plotted attack that when you when you crack that gun off and you see this, the, all of a sudden limbs. That arm just splash, and it's just <laughs> floating in in slow motion. It's so satisfying, building all the different guns, finding all the different pieces, right? Uh, meeting all these weird people, and uh, I'll give it a go. You uh, said you have three. Yep, three yeah. six. Yeah, that's I'd, the I'd one. I'd like to try it. Definitely. That's the one. That one. Yeah. Is, oh, it's so good, so so good. Cool. Um, we got about two minutes before we got to start saying our goodbyes i just want to put this out there really quick this is uh some news does it bother you we're all excited about mario kart 8 correct yes very 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 okay nice. yep one what of my I, favorite all-time games what if i told you that there are no as of yet there are no proper battle mode levels that all it is is multiplayer on tracks only there's no battle modes there's no balloons there's no no. There, there, I thought that there were there were balloons, but you just, could only play on the courses. But you can only play yeah. on the courses. So yeah. there's okay. Right. So there's no designated battle mode stages. Arenas, yeah. Okay. It's the least played for me. See, that's oh, I feel the you? I feel the the opposite. Yeah. I once I was done with the tracks and I got my yeah. gold in one, two, and three or star or whatever. That like all that was there was left to do. Was I definitely play enjoy mode. it. I you know I do enjoy it, but yeah, for me it's like the least played part of it. But I I would like to see them. Right. You know, I would like to see that. But um, I mean, is that definite? Yes. Yeah. 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 If you're going to have any sort of battle mode and I I think it's just half-assed to throw it on the tracks that you already have. Yeah. Right. And there, a, if they think that they're okay. going to come out like in another 4 or 5 months and say, "Oh, hey, here's some DLC. We have we have special arenas for you you to play this in. Yeah. 5 bucks. Come on." Right. I, that's going to be Is there course creation? I don't think there's ever been course creation I in feel Mario. Like, I feel like there is in this one. I don't know why I'm feeling that. I'll, I'll look it up right now. But if there is, I mean, if you could do that for Arena, that would be awesome. I definitely feel like it's one of these things where the, the companies have a different view on things. And I think that with Nintendo going the way they are, there's probably a lot of pressure to get this game out on time. Yeah. And that might be one of the things that goes just, by the wayside. I just don't understand how that was not a part of the plan from the beginning unless, like, Rob is is saying that perhaps they'll you know release some DLC down mm-hmm. the line um i mean if $5 or whatever is going to get me my battle modes um cuz honestly with with knowing that i'm kind of i'm a little bit shaky on on the game i'm going to be away when it's released anyway so yeah. I, I have to wait a couple of days but um yeah that kinda, no that kind of thing does annoy me because the game itself is $60 
Like yeah. I want what that game does for the sixty dollars. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, for me, things like Skyrim with the DLC, Assassin's Creed with the DLC, they're complete games in themselves. But leaving something out of a sixty dollar game so they can sell it to you at a later date yeah. to me is bullshit. Right. I mean, we don't know that that's the case, but right. It's just it's it's upsetting that that's not a part of the game from the get go. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, no I'm, sorry. No course no, creation. No course creation. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and the. the and it's kind of the bullshit answer, but they were, I think they said something like, oh, it'll give a new sense of excitement to to not know when your enemies will appear from around a corner. On yeah, the because they've got to lap you in order to, to <laughs> right. throw an attack right. at it's you It's obviously again. just something well, I mean, missing from the game. Stuff, but still, I'm, it's, I'm it's, not going to do donuts in the, in the middle yeah. of, you know, Peach Beach or whatever. The- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, it's definitely a clear omission from the game, however they want to word it. Right. It's definitely something missing. Uh-huh. Damn. You just not put it in at all. Yeah, I'm still excited, though. All right. Still oh, yeah. very excited to play it. Definitely. Indeed. In, in two weeks' time, we will. I think that when we going. all when we all get together to play it yes. uh, before we do the podcast and otherwise, that we are still going to have a great time with it. I yep. just I think the races are going to be where it's at yep. for for when Definitely. we for when we play. All right, you guys, uh, that's going to do it this week for the Talking Games podcast. Uh, you guys can check us out. We're on iTunes. We're on Twitter. If you want to interact with us, we are at talking underscore games on Twitter. If you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at podcast at talkingcomicbooks.com. Uh, next week, I will not be on the show. I will be visiting my girlfriend in Canada. We will figure something out for you guys so that we can still... Uh, put something on justin gets to be boss man yeah maybe, justin we'll maybe justin <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have bobby and justin battle it out for hosting duties i stand no chance against bobby i think bobby will probably teams. just throw down the sword and be like you can do it man so it's cool with me uh, let's do <laughs> so uh it might be your your maiden voyage as host next week my friend we shall see uh-huh. and then the following week you're not gonna be here i will not be here i will Shit's be just breaking down in the magical land of disney <laughs> Oh, you going to what? Yeah, taking my son to Disney. Son awesome. of a bitch. <laughs> uh, can I go? I mean, sure. Adopt Why not, me, right? Just, Is there room in a suitcase, suitcase for all of yeah. us? Yeah. You could buy his bracelet so you could have that Skylander figure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Save me one. Nice. All right. So uh, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, my personal Twitter is at dead underscore anchorus. Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Justin. I am at Joe Roke, J-O-R-O-A-K. And Rob. Dusk1020, D-U-S-K, 1020. Yow! Wow! 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 I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> you should just cut it right there. Yeah, I want there another Toe Jam and Earl game, damn it. <laughs> yes, right. that would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, yeah. Toe Jam and Earl proper. That's how we're going to close out the Talking <laughs> Games podcast this week. I have been Steve, Jackie, Rob and Justin, and thanks for listening. We're sorry, but your princess is in another castle. <laughs>